Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you find yourself. Welcome to WWW. What happened this week in the world and what do we think about it? I'm Ken H. Always come to you from Houston, Texas. It is the fastest 25 minutes on the podcast circuit. Thank you always for being here. Those new to the program, of course, it's real simple. We're going to talk a little bit of politics, entertainment, and sports from the U.S. of A. We'll talk a little bit about world events and things happening in our globe. Take a break from our fantastic sponsors, and then we'll get started with some of the ideas of, of the evening. As always, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for being a part of this program. I'm grateful to everybody that's listening, grateful to everybody that always joins. I'm getting some news and notes and cards and, and those mails. Thank you always. It's a great time. What a great time to be where you are. And if you're not having a good time, I do empathize with you. I'm in a position where I have a, a, a chance to see a lot of different things, whether it's a, a business thing or a personal thing or a life thing. And we all, of course, had the tragedy that we get started with the program. Unfortunately, once again, the world and America certainly was gripped by the terrible, terrible news out of Uvalde, Texas, which is just west of San Antonio about that 18-year-old man that went in and, and shot up the school and shot now up to 19 children have passed away from that event and two teacher adults. He was also killed eventually from the police that responded. It is a terrible thing that we have to report on that. It's a terrible thing. We talk about the Ukraine war in these podcasts as well. It's just, it's unfortunate that we have death in our world, but there is death in our world. There is evil amongst us. And I will never make a political discussion out of the tragedy. It is a terrible, terrible place to be if that has happened. We have all, listening to my voice, have lost a loved one in some fashion, whether it be to an illness, a death, an unfortunate, tragic incident or accident or terrible deed. So that is not going to change the story. That has not changed the drama, the impact, the difficulty that this family, these 19 families, now 19, plus the two uh, teacher families. So you've got 21, and then there are those that may mourn for the young man that did this event. So there's, you know, 25 lives and families that are affected by this tragic event. And so we have to be mindful. We haven't, you know, we talk about Ukraine, but there's thousands and thousands of those people dying unmercifully, uh, and, and, and mercifully and unnecessarily uh, in that Ukrainian war. So we have death around us. And so a lot of what we have to deal with is not to scream and yell and stomp our feet and cry and moan and, and uh, about the policies or the laws or the your political views on the whole entire subject. We have to understand that these times require first and foremost a solidarity of sympathy, a solidarity of unity. There is no time for discussion currently for anything other than what can I do to help? How can I assist these families? How can I do better? How can I be better? Don't allow the evil to continue in my circle of, 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 of life and things. So we have our place, but this is not going to be the program ever. 
to make a political discussion out of a horrible tragedy. So we will move on from politics in this segment. Entertainment, of course, talking about um, uh, entertainment. Ellen DeGeneres' show is finally coming to an end. What started out as a very inspirational and exciting and uh, you know encouraging show, I must admit I liked it uh, and thought she was clever. She seemed to be enjoying a bit too much the shows where she was the host of, of uh, splashing and sporting and hurting the, the, the contestants, and it got me wondering, and certainly, sure enough, it has come out, and the downfall of this program and this young, uh, or this uh, female comedian and, and celebrity, if you will, was the uh, behind-the-scenes antics of of being bullying or being uh, difficult to work with or being alienated or you know prejudiced or, or whatever so that has come to an end a long stretch probably not the way she would have liked her show to end but forced to end her show and she will this week as it finishes in the sports world of course if you're a basketball star basketball fan basketball lover uh, we know that the, tonight Wednesday here is game five of the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat uh, tournament those finals are going on if you're uh, uh, in the Dallas uh, Mavericks camp uh, then you're of course waiting for game five tomorrow against the Warriors they've got a bit deeper climb to to reach their their pinnacle but they do have an out you know there is some deal some time but game five for the Maverick Warriors is, is tomorrow night so if you're a sports fan and you like sports basketball could be your thing if you're a baseball fan of course lots of going on and the Houston Astros as you know I'm a fan. They are doing quite well. Did you hear me? Quite well. So we're happy to be here in Houston and exciting to see the team do well. So that's things happening in our little U.S. of A. in those three categories, three topics. What's happening in the world? Well, we're going to talk a bit more about these topics, but it was pretty fascinating uh, the three that I've chosen for tonight. And so it's exciting always to have a chance to spread out uh, the information, always share the information. And I think tonight's the night, whether you're listening to this during the day, the mid-morning or the afternoon, uh, the analytics of the program suggest that this program is listened to mostly between the 5 and 11 p.m. slot, the time slot, which is good. That's the most popular time slot in the podcast world. So I'm pleased and proud that you guys are, are finding this to be uh, entertaining and enjoyable. Again, fastest 25 minutes in the circle. So let's get started. Who hasn't ever been in class, been bored, taken a piece of paper from your notebook, decided to go ahead and fold it up into a paper airplane, and then when nobody's looking, let her fly. Now, come on now, raise your hand. My hand is wide open. My hand is up and admitting to doing it. I'm a paper airplane fiend. I love them. I think they're fun. They're exciting. I certainly have decorated them with your pen. You know, you get so bored, you even put a pilot in there with a little drawing, and then, you know, you send it on its way. The small ones, the little ones, the ones that don't fly so well, the ones that fly tremendously well. Well, this story... I'm starting off in the world was fantastic and I could not avoid it. Could not and will not avoid it. South Korea, the team of Shim Kim Chi. Shim Kim Chi. Three individuals, uh, Shim and Ki, uh, uh, Chi from, from 
South Korea, and then Kim was from Malaysia. And they came together and they designed a plane. Uh, Jun Shim is the one that formed it and folded it. Jian Kim is the one that designed it. And then Tai Chi, don't, oh, don't even start with me. Tai Chi is the one that let it fly. They got eight tries, eight shots at the Guinness Book of World Records for paper airplane distance, flight and distance. The current record at the time was 226 feet. That's right, 226, no decimal points and no minuses. They went 226 feet in the Guinness Book of World Records for their airplane flight. Well, that's not our guys. Our team blew that record away flying their paper airplane 252 feet 7 inches. 2.52 and 7 inches. Wow. We'll get back to that. If you're the asteroid fans, we've talked about those asteroid comets. If you remember a couple of podcasts back, asteroids, we are going to be seeing Friday night an asteroid come past the Earth, very close to the Earth. It is 1.1 miles long, if you will. It's almost as, as that's two times, if you will, the uh, Dubai Tower. So you put the tower on its end two times, so you get the, 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 the size of the asteroid. And then there was a baby sloth reunion. Well, those are the topics of the world's activities. I can't help it. We're going to talk about those things in the next couple of minutes. My favorite, all of them, you know what's coming. It's time. It's time for travel and leisure. I had a chance to go away yesterday to uh, an event I was at, and I happened to get to walk on the beach. Man, it's been a while since I walked on the beach. It was Christmas, I must admit. But I love it. Travel and Leisure Magazine will bring it to you every single month. 12 issues, one year, $29.99. Being friends of the family, friends of the show, you'll get 58% off. How do I do it, Kent? Well, real simple. You dial 866-737-8037. 866-737-8037. Or www.travelandleisure.com backslash order today. Boy, I'm getting better at those hard breaks, right? It's for Avalon Leisure Magazine. Thank you so much for always being a part of this program. Let's get into it, folks. we got 15 minutes left in this program, and I can't help it. I'm, I loved it. The minute I saw the story, I'm absolutely going to talk about it. I loved flying paper airplanes. I thought it was so fun. I may do one tonight. I may even do one while I'm sitting here. I could fold one right now. That's how good a paper airplane folder I am. But... No, let's not even pretend or kid ourselves. It's Nate. <laughs> ah, in fairness, if I were to be honest and look over the, the room and remember in my life and in my history, the longest paper airplane I flew, if it went 20 feet, I'd be, I'd be proud. To the end of the room, maybe, in a classroom. I know I have gone across the classroom. But that's probably 20, 30 feet max. That's about the best it'll do. So that's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good, right? That's pretty good. But no way. Can you imagine? You had eight tries, and in the final, best one of the best of the best, 252 feet, 
seven inches. We may have a little contest. I may have to work that out next time I'm with my office mates or my crew and certainly see how that goes and see how far can the paper airplane go. It brings back so many childhood memories. I just saw this story just so much just rifled through my head about how many paper airplane wars and fights and fun uh, and hitting somebody in the back of the head with a paper airplane. How fun was that? But anyway, Guinness Book of World Records now has Shim Kim Chi team as their world record holders for a paper airplane flight. 252 feet, 7 inches. Golly. South Korea once again, great job. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now, moving on. Let's get to this asteroid. I know from the asteroid comet story, I got a lot of notes. Y'all appreciated my clarifying the definition between an asteroid and a comet. And remember those definitions? What was the difference between an asteroid? What was the difference between a comet? And now we've got this, you know, what, when last we talked about it, if you remember, it was a comet, <clears throat> right? Comet is what? Ice with gaseous clouds, right? Okay, fair enough. What is an asteroid? Well, that's a big old rock. That's a big old rock. And this big old rock is 1.1 miles long, 3,900 feet. So unbelievably long, 5,309 feet. Sorry, woo, 5,000. And so this asteroid is coming, and it's coming Friday. And I know we were nervous about the last one, but that's coming in, you know, 2023, if you remember. So don't worry about it. But this one's coming Friday. It is coming Friday, and you might not be able to see it, but don't worry. It's coming. Should I pack a bag? No. Should I get nervous? No. Will I ever see it? No. But you know it's coming because you heard it here first. Maybe you didn't hear it here first, but you certainly heard it here tonight. 2.5 million miles away. What? <laughs> that's not close. Well, it is in the scientific world. It is in the space world. It is in the geek world. I, was too, and I mentioned I was walking on the beach yesterday. I took a picture of my feet. Now, I would love to tell you I have cute feet, that's for sure, but I would love to tell you that my feet have seen the sun, but I'm wearing shoes most of the time, so they don't. And so I made a little text to some friends with a picture of my feet and laughed because, of course, I'm down here in Spaceville with Houston and, and, the, and, and the whole thing. And I said, NASA has called me and said the space station has seen my feet from space. They're so white and glowing. So I have taken that to heart. I will get a tan on my feet and do my best to clear that up for you all next time we talk about it. But anyway, so that's, that's fun. So asteroids coming. Don't panic. Friday. If you've got a friend with a telescope, if you've got a friend with a long-range camera, I can assure you from the last time we had this eclipse just a couple of weeks back, maybe it was a week or so back, 10 days back, my iPhone, okay, like the iPhone, I'm a big fan, but it's horrible at pictures, let's just be honest. And I took a horrible, blurry, grainy picture of the eclipse. It was terrible. I, I threw it out. I wasn't even, even going to show it to anybody. I was so embarrassed. So... That being said, my iPhone will not take a picture of this asteroid coming by on Friday. But if you've got somebody that can do it, we'll probably try to get some pictures of it. We'll certainly see. But it's 2.5 million miles away, so don't panic. It's not even going to blur your hair as you sit and watch it from your balcony, your patio, or your backyard. Do not worry. But I thought it was interesting, and we, of course, like to keep you up to date on things that are dare we say, 
flashing by, coming by. And sure enough, it is. And then finally, you didn't see it. Now, if you didn't see it, I'm going to put the link uh, available to you, or you can find it, of course, uh, wherever you see any YouTube or any kind of just Google search this, and you'll be able to find it. This baby sloth reunited with its mother sloth. Of course, you all know the sloths, not the cutest looking animals. They're kind of long-limbed. They've got huge, incredible long claws, mainly in Costa Rica, which is pretty cool because that's where I saw my first live sloth ever in Costa Rica. And Costa Rica does have them, and this is where this story comes from. So you're in Costa Rica. You're a mother with your baby, and sadly, the baby loses grip and falls. Well... We've all seen videos, mothers have done incredibly crazy things, do incredibly amazing things, but they rescue their child. Well, this sloth didn't. I don't know whether she thought it was lost or perhaps injured, but she went on up higher into the tree. Well, the rescuers of the little reserve, they saw the baby and they caught it fall, so they ran over, grabbed it, picked it up, and off they ran to the clinic. While they had time and moms didn't seem to be that bothered, they took some tests and they ran the test, made sure the baby was fine. The baby was fine. And so they now say, now what do we do? Let's reunite the baby with mother. So this video, I'm telling you, tear jerker, that's the way it's labeled. So you want to, you know, find it or look for it. You find it under tear jerking moment. If you don't pull on your heartstrings, I think you're in deep trouble, right? But this sloth is up in the high in the tree. The rescuers have the baby. They took in the, in the little nursery when they were working with the baby, they had the little cries of the little sloth. And so they recorded a couple of them, right? And so they recorded the, the cries. They ran over to the tree. They put the speaker down at the bottom of the tree and started sending the cries up into the tree. It did get mom's attention. And so mom heard the baby cries and started down the tree. A, I don't know how tall the tree was, but B, we all know sloths are exactly named. They're slow. Slowly, the sloth comes down, right? So you see, they didn't waste a lot of film on the slow sloth moving. But sure enough, the sloth comes down. They finally get to a point where the camera people have stopped waiting long enough. They get near the tree now with the baby, and you'll see in the video where the mother comes down a little bit. She gets a bit nervous with the people being so close to her, and so she kind of, about before she starts to head back up the, up the tree, they stick the baby up. You see the hand of the, of the little kind of rescuer, trainer, whatever, reaching the hand up with the baby sloth, and you kind of hear the little baby, yeah, and mother recognizes it, and with that big old long arm and those big claws, she scoops that baby right up, and this hug is worth a million tears or pictures, or views. How many views? How many people you think, I said, it's a pop quiz, how many people you think have watched the baby sloth from Costa Rica reunited with its mother? Any idea? Any? Class, anyone? No one? 21 million people have viewed this sloth. So if you haven't seen it, don't worry. There are, 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 are plenty of people in the world that haven't either. But get on the bandwagon, because it is very, very cute, and it's very, very cool, and I encourage you to be 21 million and three. 
or four with you got your whole family there but it's it's worth seeing and then it reminded me of all these times as you all know I'm an animal lover midnight and I of course are here from the Netherlands we came over on the same plane everybody loves that story I have to say and I I don't mind telling it I love telling it we've been together 20 plus years his birthday's right around the corner and and it is just the love of an animal the unconditional love of an animal those of you that know my mother is is in the in the home and so we have gotten permission for her dog that was kind of the, my mother and father's dog to be allowed because she's been labeled a rescue dog and we've labeled her that and I've got that paperwork done and so she can now go and so now my mother who may not know me may not remember us but certainly does know that dog and it's amazing how that dog knows her and they've been together for more than ten you know five or six seven eight ten years I think it is I can't remember it's a long time but certainly the dog knows my mother the mother knows my dog the dog and we you know I can see those videos and, and tear up with just my own family videos you've got your own midnight will do stuff and make me tear up because he's just hilarious and these animals and these wildlife animals and we've all seen what they'll do to protect their young and protect their baby rescue their baby we've all heard the stories but I think it was interesting in the wild you hear these stories and I've seen the videos like we all have you see the videos like the elephants and they cry and they scream and they yell the baby's in trouble the man or the team or whatever goes and rescues them and the elephants just these huge elephants that are powerless with all that power and ability are powerless to save the child the baby elephant and they wait and they wait and we've seen the stories of the water right inside the water where you've got the dolphin or the whale with the netting around it and the, they're paralyzed they're stuck they're trapped and they somehow get a, 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 a scuba diver or some sort of person's uh, attention that person seen on film will dive in see what's going on come back grab a knife go back down these wild animals stay perfectly still until you cut them free they know what you're attempting to do is not harmful and they let you have that moment of bonding and that moment of gratitude because you see afterwards when they're free rarely do they just run away you know some do of course but most of the time like the elephants videos those elephants start screaming and and and, and touting the horn their trunks of gratitude that their baby is found and, and been rescued and the the whales and the dolphins are all you know very very appreciative to to the, the the divers and things so it's just cool and so we we are a, a human race we started the show with this tragedy we're gonna end it with love and joy and fun and I encourage you and I, I would never take a moment and and belittle or, or demean a, a, an incident in our in our lives and a story that we've talked about here but if you have a pet if you have a, a chance to get on the video, watch a video, grab your pet, spend some of that time with an animal that generally nine out of ten times I know gives unconditional love with no bearing on anything. They don't need you to come back. They want you to come back, of course. But if you don't, they'll still love you tomorrow the same as they did today. And that love is hard to find from humans. So go find a, an animal say hello to your pet say hello to your dog your cat your horse your dolphin I always wanted dolphin but my mother would never get them but I did try I reached out several times to one of the aquariums and they said you can't have a dolphin 
And I said to Mother, Mother, we can get one. She said, no, you can't get one. So in fairness, you really can't buy a dolphin, even though I really wanted to, and I tried really hard when I was younger. But that's okay, different story, but it was that same unconditional love I've always wanted, and we've found from pets. So thank you so much for spending it. Go watch a sloth reunited with his mother. I'm not going to say you're going to tear up, but if you don't have a little warm spot in your heart for this sloth, hugging on this little baby, uh, I need you to look in the mirror and say, what? I thought we were in this together. Well, we are, because the fastest 25 minutes are coming to a close. I'm Ken H. coming to you from Houston. Thank you so much. WWW is always back every week. What happened this week in the world? We'll see you next week. Take care of yourselves. We're in this all in one sky.